You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to find out more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com where you'll find all of our past podcasts and other blog posts that we have up, along with some other items that you can purchase to help support the Beardcast. So we hope you enjoy listening to this week's show. Listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, This week on the podcast... um, we were kind of shooting around ideas and we figured since this Sunday is remember your baptism Sunday, the Sunday that we remember when Jesus came down and was baptized and John was like, I can't do this. I'm not worthy. And Jesus says, you are worthy. And, and they baptize him. And, and there's all sorts of theological meanings behind Jesus's baptism. And we could, that could be later for next year's podcast. <laughs> this year uh, for our podcast, um, we wanted to talk about what do those words, when we hear those words in church on Sunday, remember your baptism uh, what does that mean to us and how, when we hear those words what kind of all the feels do we get with that and so zach as as we think about that what what comes to your mind i mean it's a super fun question it's a lot like uh how is it with your soul um makes you slow down a little bit uh but for baptism it's one of those things that especially as methodist right we'll, we'll baptize infants um for all ages and uh we just do it once and so to come back and ask that question, remember your baptism, um, means a lot of different things for a lot of different people because some folks don't, right? Um, but it's an intentional time to, uh, f- for me, I, I was baptized as a junior high kid, so so I remember that. And I remember that conscious decision to, to do that. But my children, um, we had them baptized as infants. And um, so it's it's this mesh of, I, I don't only think about mine, but I think about my kids and um, all of the other folks that I have been involved with their baptisms. It's really this time just to sit back and think about what what baptism means to me and, and where that's brought me this far, right? Whether it's in faith or in ministry or, uh, you know, just kind of that time to, to sit back and think back on all of that. Um, but also, um, I think really for me, it pushes me to continue moving forward. And because our, our baptism is this um, acknowledgement of God's grace and to remember that is not, for me, it's part of it's remembering what God, God's grace does for us in our lives, but how do we go and share that? And so it's that constant call to, to go, to continue moving forward, to continue going and, and doing all the good and all of those things. And, um, but this, that, that moment to sit back and go, where are we now? Um, and especially in, in a case like this where it's every year, uh, you know, it's liturgical and, and we kind of ask ourselves these questions or dig into Jesus' baptism uh, at least this part of the year, uh, if not when we do other baptisms throughout the year. Uh, it's an intentional chance to sit back and go, okay, here we are. Um, and, and where am I going from here? So for me, I look, when I think about this, one of the things I love about it, where it is liturgically mm-hmm. and then for like the regular calendar, right. um, is that it always seems to be at the first of the year, whether mm-hmm. it's the first Sunday or the second Sunday or third. I mean, it just dep- I know it depends on calendar, mm-hmm. but it is a good question to re- like remember, how is it with your soul? And like mm-hmm. my context is, as I was baptized as a high school student, and I, I mean, I fondly remember my baptism i was baptized on halloween 
I mean, if you're going to do it, go big. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, I I picked mean if a great you're going to go big, it's going to be Easter, right? No, <laughs> that, that's a typical holiday. Do it on Reformation All Saints Reformation. Sunday. I mean, Reformation All Saints Sunday. What a great Sunday within the church to do. I don't, I don't disagree. Um, but <laughs> as funny as I didn't know that at the time, but now, of course. now it plays into my story. That, that provenient grace. Uh, yeah. That yeah, yeah. But for me, when I remember my baptism, I remember that moment. I remember uh, the pastors and everything laying their hands on me. And I remember the feeling of like, kind of like you said, being sent out. Um, And that that was a starting point. Um, That wasn't the end. That was the new beginning. Um, And the newness of that for me, is just so powerful. And so when I think of like, when we baptize kids in our church or adults or anything like, to me, that, that is a new beginning for them. Right. Um, And it's that openness to us um to remember that moment and um i always tell people when they like well i was baptized as a baby how do i remember that well you know we have that great liturgy of remembering our baptism in our um in our life and faith that you may not have remembered the physical one and the great thing is about now with technology and stuff like kids these days might be able to use their parents may have videoed it or somebody videoed it um, and so there might be physical pictures of it, yeah. but <clears throat> excuse me, there um, it's not necessarily that act, but it's the act that 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 your family, whether it was your immediate family or your church family, wanted you to be named and claimed by God mm-hmm. to be a part of our team, and you you are now part of our team through that baptism to be a part of us, to help us grow. And, and, and one of the reasons why I love infant baptisms is because then it opens the community up to raise that child in the life of the church. Mm-hmm. It is the church's responsibility, not just the parents, the church's responsibility to help raise that child up into the church. And as someone who didn't grow up in the life of the church, who, you know, I wasn't born a, a United Methodist pastor from day one, but I, you know, I, I, it found me. Right. But one of the things I try to tell people and remind people is that it is our duty and job to help raise that child up in the life of the church, because sometimes their parents may not be able to do it for whatever reason. Well, and, and, and for, for, from whether it's an infant or, or an adult or junior high kid, whatever the age is, that's, that's what that liturgy calls us into as community, right? Mm-hmm. That we are not in this alone. We shouldn't be in this alone. And um, you have made this vow with all of these other people around you to be in community with one another, moving closer to God. And I think sometimes we forget that, uh, especially when, when, when life gets tough and we feel alone. Um, but if we, if we ask ourselves that question, remember your baptism and we look into that, that's what we do. I mean, all three of my kids were baptized in three different churches in almost three different states. Um, East Texas is a beast on its own, but uh, that's one of those things. We're still connected with each of those congregations and, and people in those churches still check in on our kids, still check in on us, you know, and that's the beauty, like you said, with technology that we get to do that in, in remembering that baptism is not only that outward profession of faith and, and acceptance of grace, but it's that, that remembrance of community that we're here in this together. Um, I think that's huge. And I think that's something maybe we 
we don't put a lot of emphasis on after baptism. Well, and so for like me, <clears throat> Laura was baptized in a church that we were attending at in Oklahoma City, and mm -hmm. uh, we always still feel connected to that church. Yeah. Actually, we really more feel connected to that pastor who right. um, is on the verge of retirement, and like he's he's he has a, a lot to play in the, into not only to the girls' life or Laura's life, but into my life right. as well. And and I reminded him, hey, remember you you baptized Laura, and that was special to us. Mm -hmm. And then Emily. So I baptized Emily. Mm -hmm. uh, Emily was one of the first. Uh, well, no, she wasn't one of the first. I had, we had two or three before Emily. But um, one of the cool things that with Emily started was that the, the Calumet Church, my entire tenure at the Calumet Church for four years, um, we always had a child or somebody, an adult, baptized during Easter. And it started with her. And it seemed like every Easter after that, we had a child baptized. Actually, I went... Um, six years in a row in my ministry where we had somebody baptized on Easter. It's only been the last two Easter's and I haven't had that. Now granted some of that's been just appointment changes and all sorts of other craziness mm -hmm. that have gone into that. And I'm hoping to change that trend again this year. But when I remember that when, when it comes to that time of year and it, when we get up to that point, I always tell the girls that those two stories they're about their mm -hmm. baptism and um, help them remember that um, they may not, you know, have that experience like their dad did, but their experience is just as important, if not more than mine. Uh, right. And that their story does matter. And, you know, the, and that baptism is important. And mm -hmm. it's, it's really the start of the journey. Right. Um, there are those that believe it's the end, but I think it's really the new beginning. And that's when we're named and claimed by God. Right. No, I, and, and I would agree with that. And, you know, a lot of what we hear, since we don't rebaptize in the Methodist church, um, we get that question a lot, right? Of, well, we'll, or not maybe the question you have, why can't I? Um, but also the the uh, the understanding of well, I want my kids. I want to wait so my kids can choose, and and I deeply respect that. Right, <coughs> knowing that we do this in community, knowing that uh, whether as an infant, as a young adult, as an adult, we're doing this in community. That's that's what's huge right there. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily the time frame. Right. Um, but we, we tend to put a lot of stock in that. Um, I always, I don't necessarily fully agree with what this woman was trying to say, but I really, I loved it because of urgency. We had this young family, the church had a young child and they were, they were very active in our church. And she's mm -hmm. like, pastor, we can get that baby baptized. Cause we don't know what may happen to it. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> we will make sure it's named and claimed by Jesus. Sure. And like right. I said, I don't necessarily fully agree with some of that. Cause I believe God's grace is bigger than that. But right. Uh, what I loved about it was, is like, she really cared about that child that much that she wanted it to be named and claimed by God. And, right. uh, you know, I, I think that that's, um, that's something good for us to reflect on, uh, mm -hmm. is that how do you live out your baptism and what does it mean to you? And so as you um, think about that and ponder that, you know, shoot us some information or shoot us some text or gifts or whatever, you know, however you want to do it. If you want to meme it, that's even better. I thought you said gifts. Like, hey, we talked about baptism today, so it's a gift. <laughs> well, yes, please. <laughs> moving pictures. Moving pictures. The moving picture, that GIF, dot GIF file. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, feel free to be in conversation with us about this because this, this is a huge topic. I mean, I don't, I don't take baptism lightly. Um, I, I take that sacrament huge. I mean, it's a big part of my life and my call. 
Um, so we encourage you to reflect on that. Um, also go on our website. We've got some really good blogs up. Um, hope to have some more for the future. Um, we're going to have this year's just going to, this year is shaping up to be a great year for us. And we're looking forward to sharing with you, uh, more conversation, more, um, dialogue about how to live out our faith, uh, in this day and age. Um, so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtel. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.